people and be you be seated. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. What a wonderful moment to be alive. What a great opportunity to enjoy his mercy. What a privilege to follow Christ. And I pray you are going to follow Christ to the end in Jesus' name. You will not be disappointed. You will not be moved. You'll be stable and happy. In the name of Jesus Christ. You're coming to God this morning. We bring a reward into your life. A mighty reward in the name of Jesus. If you believe, say a believing amen. Amen. What is enlargement? Enlargement is increase. What is enlargement? Enlargement is multiplication. What is enlargement? Enlargement is growth. What is enlargement? Enlargement means success beyond expectation. Bless beyond expectation. That's what we call enlargement. And the Bible says the Lord answered the prayer of Jabez and enlarged him and made him honorable more than all his brothers. May the Lord enlarge your course in Jesus' name. So I'll be preaching this morning on the topic I've titled Success Beyond Expectation. Success Beyond Expectation. That's what we call enlargement. That is success beyond expectation. And that is Genesis chapter 45 verse 9. That's why we are going to find a testimony of success beyond expectation. And I want you to desire this morning. And as you desire it, the Lord will give it to you in the name of Jesus. Hurry and go up to my father and say to him, Thus says your son, Joseph, God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down to me and do not tarry. Joseph, when he was talking about his testimony, told his brothers to go to their father and tell him that God has made him a success more than his expectation. The prayer of every parent here today is that when you hear about your children, you'll be happy when they are more successful than you. Not that you are thinking about what to send to them. Joseph was bringing joy to his father by telling his brother to go to their parents and tell them that God has blessed him beyond the expectation. He has been more successful. And you know the Bible says when Jacob heard the word of Joseph, and he saw the gift that he sent. His spirit revived. He was saying, Look at it. Genesis chapter 45. Let's go to the end of the verse. End of Genesis chapter 45. The last verse. Put it there. Genesis chapter 45. Put it on verse 27. Verse 27. 27. Look at what it says. But when they told him all the words which Joseph has said to them, and when he saw the cart which Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of Jacob, their father, revived. Revive. Revival come when you have enjoyed enlargement and success. To parents, when their children are successful, they are revived. They want to serve God. To you, when you succeed beyond expectation, you are happy, you are fulfilled. You have satisfaction. Ah, God has blessed me. That's why I'm trusting God this morning that the Lord will enlarge your coast. 
it will increase you beyond your expectation. You'll be bigger than you ever think you can be. In the mighty name of Jesus. That is my personal prayer for myself and that's the prayer I'm praying for you. Not what the enemy thought I would be, but success beyond my personal expectation. That's what guarantee fulfillment in life. Psalm chapter 71 verse 21 says, The Lord will increase your greatness and you'll be what? Comforted on all side. All side. Exodus chapter 15 verse 13 to 18. He said, When the Lord is leading you out, it will make you great so that your enemy will be afraid of you. Your enemy will not submit to you until you know that you are greater. That's why we are praying for Israel. That the enemy will submit themselves to them. They may be small, but the Lord will give them strength and give them power. That's one of the promises that the Lord gave them. Look at it. Exodus chapter 15. You in your mercy, you have led us forth. You led forth the people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them in your strength to your holy habitation. Quickly, we are going to 18. The people will hear and be afraid. Sorrow will take hold of the inhabitant of the Philistine. Verse 15. Then the chief of Edom will be dismayed. The mighty men of Moab, trembling, will take hold of them. All the inhabitants of Canaan will melt away. Verse 16. Fear and dread will fall on them. By the greatness of your arm, they will be as steel as stone. When they know your power, they will be as dead as stone. They say, this one, I can't fight him. He's too big. He's too big to fight. That's what we call enlargement. There are some battles you don't fight when you are big. Your enemy will just be afraid. They will run away from you. They will just be afraid. That's where God is taking you to. When you are still fighting small, small battles, it's because you are small. It's because you are small. Greatness makes your enemy submit themselves to you at will. Read verse 17. Verse 17. Verse 17 to 18. You will bring them in and plant them, and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance, in the place, O Lord, which you have made for your own dwelling. The sanctuary Thy sanctuary, O Lord, which your hand have established. The last verse, verse 18. Look at verse 18. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor say, The Lord shall reign forever and ever. And I will increase in greatness. I will not be small. Come on, shout hallelujah. Psalm chapter 66, verse 3. Come on, follow me this morning. Because God wants to be big. The only person that wants to be small is your enemy. When you are small, you are vulnerable. Landlord chase you. Okada man argue with you. Kekenape fight you. Mama put fight you. Kurope fight you. Some of them tear your dress. But when you are big, you are past all those levels. Have you noticed that people that do prank, they prank people that are poor? Where will you see me to pour water on me now? Where will you see me? Tell me, where will you see me? You see my car, you run and pour water. You pour water on my car. There are some, certain pranks that can come near you when you are big. Look at this. 
Say to God, how awesome are your works. To the greatness of your power, your enemy submits themselves to you. When you are great, your enemy submits. I surrender. I can't fight this man. That's why God wants you to be great. And you are going to be great in Jesus' name. Enemy of my father's house, you are small. You are small. When you are big, the enemy of your father's house will be afraid of you. He says it's too big. It's too big. And that's where the Lord will take you to in the name of Jesus. Look at it again. Genesis chapter 26, verse 28 to 29. The king of the land came to Isaac. You know, God blessed Isaac greatly. Verse 12, verse 13, verse 14. And increased, became prosperous. And they started envy him. There is a level where you are blessed. People envy you. There is a level where you are blessed. People stop envying you because they know you are unstoppable. It's a level. It's a level. It's a level. You are moving from one level to another level to another level. There is a level when what you do is prospering. And people say, irony. No, no, no. It's not. Pro-. And they begin to envy you and say, a man of things concerning you. It's a level. But there's a level where they leave you. They just leave you. They leave you. Because the bigness is too much. Genesis 26, verse 12, verse 13, verse 14. Isaac saw in the lamb, in the land, reap an hundredfold. The Lord blessed him and expand. And the Philistine envy him. They cover his well with sand so that the blessing could stop. Isaac left them. Dig another well, they cover it with sand. Isaac left them. Dig another well, they cover it with sand. Isaac move again, dig another well. He tired all his enemy and he was prospering. Look at verse 28, Genesis 28. But they said, We have certainly seen that the Lord is with you. That was his enemy. They came to him. We have started, there is a level where your enemy will say, there's something unusual about you. There's something on you. We have noticed that you're unstoppable. We have tried to stop you several times, but you could not be stopped. It's greatness. We have certainly seen that the Lord is with you. So we said, let now be an hold between us, between you and us, and let us make a covenant with you. Verse 29, verse 29 that you will do us no harm, since we have not touched you. When you are small, as we have done nothing to you but good and have sent you away in peace as Abeja, you are now the bless of the Lord. Turn to yourself say, I am now. I, I can't hear you very well. Say it with conviction. Are you sure you are? I say, I am, I am now the bless of the Lord. Whatever I lay my hand upon, prosper because the Lord has blessed me. I will enjoy sources beyond expectation in the name of Jesus. Say amen three times. How do you enjoy sources beyond expectation? Number one, great expectation of favor. You must have great expectation of favor. I know when you are poor or when you are small, you think nothing is for you. You can even think God is the one that is against you. There are some of you here that don't have money. What you are thinking is that, why am I poor? Am I the only person? Why me? That's how poor people think. But the only way to rise above your predicament now is to expect great favor that will lead you up. 
your starting point to greatness is by having favor consciousness in your life. Even when you don't look fine, be expecting favor. Even when you are not born with sliver spoon, be expecting favor. Even when you are not walking where they are paying well, be expecting favor. Because when favor comes, it causes you to be great. Genesis chapter 27 verse 27. Jacob moved to see his father to give him food. And when Isaac smelled him, look at what he says. He came near and kissed him and smelled the smell of his clothing. And bless him and said surely the smell of my son is like the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Turn to your neighbor say my smell. You are not saying it well. My My aroma. My perfume. The smell that come out of my body is like the smell that the Lord has blessed. I am clothed with the favor of God. Wherever I go, people like me without reason. Come on, shout hallelujah. That is having a correct sense. Having a favored mindset. You see, the smell of my son is like the smell of a feed that the Lord has blessed. Therefore, people will serve you. Therefore, rain will fall at the rising sun. Therefore, you are going to be a master. Therefore, you possess your... He started bringing blessing. But he started with a word of favor to him. Not a word of caution. He started with a word of favor. It is the consciousness of favor that guarantees success beyond expectation. You are rejected. Not because they don't like you. You are rejected because you don't like yourself. You are rejected because you feel nobody like you. Nobody wants to help me. There is nothing for me here. Nobody's on my side. You are rejected first in your own spirit. In your own spirit. The smell of my son is like the smell that the Lord has blessed. Therefore, all the blessing will come upon him. It will start from your mentality before it reflects on your body. It will start on the way you think. When you enter your shop tomorrow, I am blessed. Can't you see the blessing of God is all around? Because the smell that comes from me is like the smell that the Lord has blessed. You cannot overcome personal rejection without favor consciousness. You can't overcome personal rejection without favor consciousness. You must be cured. Of this, they don't like me. They hate me. Nobody like me. Before you can enjoy greatness. Greatness come as a result of favor consciousness. You must have great expectation of favor. Second Kings chapter 7 verse 3 to 6. The leper said, why do we sit here idle till we die? Let us go to the camp of Assyria. Maybe they will show us favor and we will leave. Kings, nobles, Ministers, they were running away from the war. They say, hey, let us close our doors. Oh. The enemy are out there in the gates. Nobody goes there. Four lepers said, we'll go and see whether we are going to find favor in unpleasant places. 
That's the right thinking, man. That's the right thinking. Let's go and see whether we are going to be favored. If they will kill us, we will only die. But if they favor us, we will live. Favor will work for us. Let us go. God prophesied. The king refused to move. The minister refused to move. People refused to walk. But four lepers said, why do we sit I do? And we are not expecting favor. Let us go. And they got there, verse 6. They discover, 2 Kings 7, verse 6, they discover that the Lord has done the work. I prophesy to you this morning, as you are going out this week, the Lord will perfect your way. He will go before you. He will do the impossible in your behalf. Even while you are sleeping tonight, the Lord will be working for you. That is great expectation of favor. For the Lord had caused the army of the Syrian to hear the noise of the chariot and the noise of the horses and the noise of a great army. So they said to one another, mm, the king of Israel has hired somebody, let us run. And they left all their blessings. Do you know that people can come to church and not expect anything? There are so many people that come to church every Sunday, yet they don't expect blessing from the Lord. They don't even have any requests for the week. They just come to church empty-handed, go back home empty-handed because they don't know that it is God that gives favor. Great expectation of favor guarantees success beyond expectation. Great expectation. You are always expecting favor. It will work for me. It will work for me. Everyone that enjoys us in the Bible, they had great expectation of favor. Esther chapter 4, verse 16. Verse 11. Nobody go to the king or invited and is peer except by favor. Everybody know. Start from verse 11 so that you enjoy verse 16. Start from, look at verse 11. All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces know that any man or woman who goes into the inner court of the king who has not been invited or called, he has but one law put out to death. They said they want to whom the king owed out the golden scepter that he may lift. That he may live. Yet I and myself have not been called to go in to the king these days. There is always an exception to every law. Do you hear my word? There is always an exception to every rule. There is always an exception to every decree. That exception is favor. Nobody coming by this time and say, except there is always a clause of favor in life that made people great. That is why even when the things are too tight, you have to look to the angle of favor. What about if favor speak for me? Esther told Mordecai, what you are asking for is impossible. Nobody does this thing by law except death. If I go in to ask the king for anything without invitation, there is one law that everybody knows. It is death. Except, maybe paraventure, the king will hold his golden scepter up. A sign of favor. That's where I'm going to live. And Mordecai said, that's a way out. That is a way out. Favor is still available in that tight corner. Go for it. Don't keep quiet. Expect favor. And the king will hold the golden scepter for you. In verse 16, now send back. He said, go and fast for me for favor. And I will go and speak to the king. If I'm favored, 
I will speak for you. If I die, I perish. It's not everything is perish. If I'm favor, I'll be a deliverer. If I'm favor, I'll be a blessing to you. If I'm favor, expect good news. But if I'm not favored, I'm going to die. I have good news for you. Esther was favored. She did not die. I pray for you also this week, you'll be favored. Amen. You will not die. Amen. You will live. Amen. You will excel. Amen. You have success beyond expectation. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. For every venture that you are about to take in life, you must expect favor. You must expect favor. Because without the favor of the Lord, all your labors are in vain. If you live a life without expectation of favor, you will be small in life. You will do little. You will do very little. You will do very little. You will not achieve much. The only reason why so many Christians are not doing much is because not many people are trying big things. Not many people are trying big. You will try small, small things. I don't want to fail though, so that I will not be ashamed when I fail. I don't want to fail. What about favor? Esther was scared too. Well, Esther said, well, if I favor, fast for me. Fast this thing. Look at it. Fast for favor for me. Favor is what praying for. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace. And ask for favor for a time of need. Are you in need? This is the time to pray for favor. Lord, I want enlargement. Lord, I want success. I don't want to be a, a source of sorrow to my parents. I want them to see me and be happy. I want to be super successful so that I'll be able to take care of them. Lord, give me favor. If you give me favor, I will leave. I want to remember them for good. I want them to hear good news about me. I want them to hear good news about me. He said, go and fast for me that I will obtain favor. I and my maid servant will also fast and I will go after three days for favor. And she got it. In the Old Testament, you too, you will get favor. Psalm chapter 5, verse 12. The Lord will bless the righteous. He will surround them with what? With favor like what? Like a shield. May the Lord surround with favor in the name of Jesus. May the Lord surround with favor in the name of Jesus. Ruth chapter 2, verse 2, verse 8, verse 9, verse 10, and verse 13. Let me go into the field of anybody I may find favor. Ruth will wake up on a Monday morning and say, as I'm going this morning, I will work for anyone that favor me. <laughs> I like that kind of attitude. That's why you can't lose your job and you can't be jobless. There will always be an open door of favor. God is not unrighteous. He's not unfaithful. That will leave you without help. Except you have a doubting Thomas spirit. That is your problem. But there's always a door of favor open to you. You can't lose your job. Your job can only lose you. Because you're a child born in due season. You're a child of favor. There will always be favor available to you. Even when you think there is no way, God will open another door. Go. Anything that bothers you, bother God. If it matters to you, it matters to God. If it concerns you, it concerns God. Because we're a child of favor. A child of favor. And she went. And she said, excuse me, can I be picking leftover grain here? They said, why not? And she started picking. She started picking. And Boaz saw her and said, come here, my daughter. Don't go into any other field to work. Walk here. I've instructed my men not to harm you. That is favor. He said, sir, but why are you speaking kindly to me? Lovingly to me? 
helping me to do my work. He said, because I have had your step of faith towards your mother-in-law. You have helped your mother-in-law and you have come to a strange land. Trusting God to reward you. He said, may the Lord reward your step of faith that you have taken. Everyone here that is taking step of faith, may the Lord reward you. Everyone that is involved in one business or the other, going out in the morning, expecting blessing, may the Lord reward your step of faith. It is expectation of favor that make you take step of faith. I know that contract will work out. I know somebody will open doors for me. I know somebody might help me. It is expectation of favor that make you take a step of faith. Let me try first. Let's see what will happen. And verse 13. Put on verse 13. Then verse 16. Verse 13, she pray again. Now that you have prayed for me, sir, that God will reward my step of faith. Sir, my humble prayer. Let this favor continue. There's nothing like Oliver Twist in the Bible. You always come and Oliver Twist it and get more. Look at verse 13. I love Ruth. Then she said, let me find favor in your sight, my Lord. He said, have you not found favor already? He said, I want to find more. More, more favor, sir. More favor, sir. He said, sir. I do pay, sir. But he said, yes, sir. That's favor. She prayed for favor. Let me find favor on your side, my Lord. For you have comforted me and you have spoken kindly to your maid servant. Though I am not like one of your maid servants. Though I'm a stranger, you have favor me. Favor me again. Do it again and again, Lord. You can do it again and again. Do you know, when God opens doors of favor, God doesn't close it. Oh. It's you that close it. He just saying, I'm above that one. Favor, Kenny. Favor, we don't know then you leave and God say, okay, do you want another one? I put another one for you. Baruch saw the simple act of favor in the word of Boaz and said, sir, since you have favored me and you have prayed for me, let me have favor again in your sight. I don't want the favor to stop. And verse 16, Boaz instructed his servant, let bundles of grain fall for her on purpose. And she prayed for it. Favor started small and magnified. I do know she never stopped with bundles of grain. She later moved and said, I read in the law, you have to be my husband, marry me. And favor continue. Favor, favor will always, I prophesy in your life, favor will always continue in your life. Nothing is as sweet as the favor of God. Nothing. Never you close favor. Close door favor. Because you cannot work hard enough for everything you need in life. Nobody does. Nobody does. You can't even if you work hard and you say, eh, I'm working, I'm working very hard. You will spend all in futility without the favor of God. It is the favor of God that guarantees increase. So when God is favoring you, you still pray again and say, Favor me. For of his fullness, we have received favor upon favor. Upon us, not just one favor, favor again, favor again, favor again, and that favor will continue until you become very great, until you have success beyond your expectation in the name of Jesus. It doesn't stop, oh, and your own favor too will not stop. Have you not heard that whatever God does shall be permanent? That the gift and the blessing of God are without repentance, the favor of God continue. 
if the enemy wants to close the door of evil, I command the door to be opened in the name of Jesus. Roots is an example. From one level of evil to another level of evil, she started with expectation of evil and she enjoyed massive favor. That will be your result in the name of Jesus. Say a believing amen. Say a believing amen. Say a believing amen. You will reign in life through the favor of God. Romans chapter 5 verse 17. Those who that receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. Abundance of grace. Favor upon favor upon favor upon favor. They are the people that are reigning champions. Champions in life reign through the favor of God. Nobody can become great without the favor of God. No one can receive anything except it has been given to him from above. So you need favor. Psalm 127 verse 1 and 2 Except the Lord build the house. Except the Lord watch over the city. Except the Lord help you. Your labor is in vain. Except the Lord. That's what he's saying. He said for the Lord to work for his own while they are asleep. Work for his own. He favor them. He favor his own. May the Lord favor you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Number two things that guarantee greatness or success beyond expectation is by worshiping Jesus. You become a worshiper of Jesus. Somebody that sings song and worship Jesus. I saw something unique in the night when I was studying this. All of our covenant fathers were worshippers. Anytime the Lord appeared to them or said something to them, they would build an altar for the Lord and worship. Majority of the altar in the Bible in the Old Testament were not altars of prayer. They were altars of worship. Are you listening to me now? All our covenant fathers. Father Abraham, where God appeared to him, he will build an altar and worship. Father Isaac, where God appeared to him, he will build an altar and worship. Father Jacob, where God appeared to him, he build an altar and worship. There is none of our father that just living a regular life, sir. No worship. Free thinker. No thanksgiving. He just live like a non-believer. No. All our covenant fathers, all our fathers of faith, they are great worshippers. Not hotters of prayer. Watch all their altars in the Old Testament. It's after God has done something for them or appeared to them. They will create an altar to thank God. That is the way to move up. Psalm 67 verse 3 to 5. Let people worship you. Let them praise you. The harsh are ye that increase. You must be a worshiper. Not somebody that has been pushed to do it. Praise worship is not for children. Come early. Don't let the children occupy the blue chair. After we are finished singing, you now come. They say they do it in the whole church. When they hear, I go to say, I say, When about finish again, they used to have, well, I know some of our children may not understand it. They used to have one building narrow like this. There will be bell inside. And some of the good I do, burger. Say, ah, one lagu I do. And some people will wait until they are finished praises. And they did that in the whole churches until praises left their midst. The place now become a religious center. Why? Because when people are supposed to go early to worship, majority of the herders are not there. So it's only the children that are there worshiping God. 
So after that some time, okay. okay. So that there is no intense time for worship again. What happened to those churches? They started dying. When you take God worship, praise away from your life, your life will begin to decline. Because it's not only for these people to worship, not only for the choir. It's the major assignment for all of us. John chapter 4, verse 21 to 22. God wants us to worship. He's seeking worshipers. God is seeking people that anytime they are worshiping, they'll be actively alive and involved. John, put it on John chapter 4, verse 21 to 22. He said, The time has come. Now is. Look at it. Jesus said to a woman, Believe me, the hour is coming when you neither on the mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. Verse 22. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship for salvation of the Jew. Verse 23. But the hour is coming. Now is the time when the true worshiper will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking. He's seeking such to worship him. God is looking for people that worship. So when we say service start nine, you know, oh, they may be singing now. It's part of my reason for existence. I'm going to worship him. Because worshiping God is a mark of returning to give thanks to the Lord. Nothing more. You are returning to say, Lord, I am grateful for my life. And you must be part of it. Because we constitute an altar of worship. A place of returning to appreciate God. Please sit down. Father, I seeking worshipers. And I pray that you will be worthy of somebody that is constantly worshiping God in the name of Jesus. Acts 16, verse 25 to 26. They have some affliction. The Bible says in the middle of the night, they started praying and singing. And suddenly, there was an earthquake. The Lord appeared where they were worshiping. All their chains fell up. Success beyond expectation come as a result of worship. Acts chapter 13, verse 2. As they minister to the Lord... Minister to the Lord. What does it mean to minister to the Lord? To say things that God wants to hear to him. What are the things that God wants to hear when you are worshiping? Talk about his son. The Lord loved Jesus. So anytime you are singing, you are not just singing so that we may dance. Make sure the name of Jesus is involved. Don't let it be centered on you. Don't let it be centered on you. Let your worship be centered on Jesus. When the father hear the name Jesus, he will be happy. Because that is his beloved son. Make sure you use Jesus to worship the father. Don't sing something that just exercises our body. Sing. Look for songs that has the name of Jesus or the word of Jesus in it and give it back to the father. And you have to be a crafty man to do this. A crafty man. Not just something that is jumping, sunk, just doing something that you just make us to dance. I know there are some of it that you do. When you see me dance, I dance like a winner. It's you. You are talking about yourself. Yourself. You are not talking about Jesus. It's not about you. Worship is not about you, it's about God. Mention the name of God in your worship. 
Because when you mention his son, you will be very happy. That's worshipping God in truth, in his word. You are using his word to worship him. Talk about his glory. That's what Joseph said. He said, go to my father and talk about my glory. My father will be happy. Go to my father. Tell him my glory. Anytime you are going to God, talk about the glory of Jesus to God. And God will be happy. He will bless you. Go to my father and talk about my glory. He ministered to the Lord. Luke chapter 5, verse 6 to 9. When Peter saw the harvest, he bowed down. He fell down flat and worshipped him. I've shared this one with you before. John chapter 11, verse 32. I say, the two contrasting things about Mary and Martha, some of you must have remembered. Martha was the elder sister. Mary was young. So when they say, they are right. Watch it. The first time Jesus visited them, the first time Jesus visited them, Jesus said to Martha, 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 you are mindful about so many things. One thing is needful. Mary, your younger sister, has chosen the good part. I cannot be taken away from her. It's you that should choose it. Your younger sister has chosen it. I say, what? What is the implication? God said, look at John 11, when their brother died. Martha came to Jesus and blamed Jesus. Master, if you have been here, my brother would not have died. Jesus consoled Martha and told Martha, your brother will rise again. I'm the resurrection and the life. Anyone that believes in me, even though he died, he will not die. Do you believe this? I believe you are all half an omega. But in verse 32 of John 11, when Mary also heard that Jesus was around, got to Jesus and worshipped him. That was the first reaction of Mary. Irrespective of what you are going through, worship is number one to greatness. I said, What do I thank God for? Come on, told him to come on your Lord now. Then, when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, They said the same thing, but the way they said it is different. Somebody said it in complaint. serious. As of course, you're sick, Shinkakan. But somebody said, and worship and said, Master, if you are be here. The same word. But somebody said it in worship. Somebody said it in annoyance and in complaint to the Lord. And look at the reaction of Jesus to both two men. The first reaction was a consolation. The second reaction was Jesus cried when he saw Mary weeping. Jesus himself was troubled. He said, we are do lay him. Let me go and perform the miracle now, 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 now. He did not even have time to be saying the word. He performed miracle for him. When you worship, miracle come easily and effortlessly. That is why worship is important for all of us. I said Genesis chapter 28, verse 25. Jacob built an altar when God appeared to him. Genesis 26 again. Verse 25, Isaac built an altar. Genesis chapter 8, verse 20, Abraham built an altar. Genesis chapter 12, verse 7, all of them were altar builder. They built altar of worship. Everywhere you see this, everybody's always built an altar of worship. When you enter your room or your parlor or your sitting room, 
this after service, thank God for today. When you leave your house and you get to your office, Lord, I thank you for this office. You are building an altar of worship. When you get back to your room in the evening, Lord, I thank you. When you come to church, Lord, I have come to worship. You must be a regular worshiper. Somebody that is constantly worshiping in his heart to the Lord. When you are doing that, God will always be loading you with sources. Because each time you return to worship him, there's always blessing that's coming upon you. Let the people worship you. Let them praise you. The heart shall yield and increase. God shall bless us. Our home God shall bless us. And all the hands of the heart shall fear him. Maybe you put there, I read it more now. Psalm 67 verse 3 to 5. When you have a spirit of worship, you enjoy unusual, unusual breakthrough, success beyond expectation for genuine worshiper. Let the people praise you, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Verse 4, verse 4. Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you shall judge the people righteously and govern the nations on the heart. Verse 5. Let the people praise you, O Lord. Let all the people praise you. Verse 6. Quickly, verse 6. But then the earth shall yield and increase. God, our home God, shall bless us. Turn to your neighbor. Say, God, our home God, shall bless us. Say it again. Say, God, our home God, shall bless you. In the name of Jesus. Okay, look at verse 7. And God shall bless us. That's number 2. And all the end of the heart shall fear him. May the Lord give you a fearful blessing. Yeah. The people around will say, Ah, bless you. What God has done for you is too big. I want people to say that to me. That this blessing is oversized, sir. It's oversized. Ah, God has blessed you. This is too much. When you are a worshiper, a regular worshiper, God keep blessing you and blessing you until he gives you a fearful blessing that will make other people to say, ah, this is too much. And God will enlarge your course to that level in the name of Jesus. Whatever you are going through, whether some things are working for you and are not working for you, just worship to change the story. Are you hearing me? Whether things are good or they are not good, just worship. Just worship. Just worship him. At the altar of worship, the Lord will cause so many things to be released into your life. Are you hearing me well now? Are you hearing me well? Are you hearing me well? Say, I will worship the Lord at all time. His praises shall continually be in my heart. I will say to the Lord, He is good and His mercies endure it forever. Nothing will make me complain. I will live a life of worship in the name of Jesus. When you are genuinely grateful, the Lord will make you great in life. You are going to have success beyond your expectation. The day you begin to thank God for all the blessing of God in your life and begin to return to worship him at all times, you can never have a better yesterday. Every new day will be a plus for you. Every new day. Just make up your mind that you are a registered worshiper. That's why there's nobody that says he wants to join the choir. That I will say, no, your voice is not good. Anyone, there's no one I've rejected. In fact, I've asked people to go to the choir, even when they don't want to. Which group do you want to join? Choir, I say go. Because choir can never be more than enough. That is our assignment. 
Dr. Ray came to me after he finished financial school. I said, which group do you want to join? He said, make sure I join Bible school. He said, no, join choir. I'm going to join choir. I want more choir people in choir. I know you like sand. You like dancing. You like join choir. Join choir. Until all of us become choir members. That's our assignment. Nothing is as important as worshipping God. Nothing is as important. If I tell you what's in my mind for the choir, you'll be jealous. Because nothing is as important. We are here to worship. Okay. Do you think we are here to complain? We are here to worship. Anytime we return on Sunday like this, we are returning to say, Lord, we are grateful for your mercy. That's what we are doing. Anyone that is helping us to push that assignment forward is helping us to be great. You can't have a great church without great worshiper in that church. I've never seen one church that is great. You can't have a small church without a complainer. A major complainer in the church. That's the way it works. We have people complain. The church didn't do. We have people praise God more. The church grow. It's as simple as that. If everybody eyes on worshipping God and worshipping God and praising God, you will see joy flowing. And God will heart to his people by his own self because that spirit will ignite everybody. That's the way it happens. I've told you before, in Overcomer, you know in Overcomer. I had over 80 choir members, over 80 choir members. They will say, you, you are not singing today. This seat will not be enough. You sit down. To enter press team. Now by interview. By interview. Everybody want to sing. And there were regular divine interventions. Yeah, because everybody sees it as the assignment. I don't want you to be bigger than praising God though. Because God is not your mate. It's not, it's not your mate. It's not, it's not your mate. You can't be bigger than praising him. That's why you see even people that are Jet owners dancing like baby. Jet owners. Oh. And they have been showing sizes of people now that are dancing. There was one church they showed me. Big people, fat people uh, in front. Dancing competition. Dancing. <laughs> dancing. They say he's going everywhere. Everybody knows the secret. The secret is in worshiping God. If you excuse yourself from worship, you have excused yourself from greatness. I don't want to go far on this. But look at when they were carrying the ark of the covenant. And the Bible says, David the king was limping and dancing. And what does it mean to be limping and dancing? He was doing as if his leg is not working. That was his style of dancing. He was limping and dancing. And his wife mocked him. Because he was not dancing decently. His wife mocked him. said, ah. He said, behaving like a small boy. And the Lord had it. She said it in the bedroom. But apart from the Lord, he had it. I like the reply of David. He said, that's the secret why the Lord promoted me and rejected your father. I would not have been where I am now. Without that. Say you are leaping, shamelessly dancing before the small girls of Israel. Yeah. 
and you do and you do anyhow. You are just dancing anyhow. You expose your nakedness, your simpleness. You are too simple. Look, I've been here for a long time. Oh. I've seen people that anytime we are we are we are we are worshiping or they'll be praying. They don't have anything. I'm telling you, I won't deceive you. They behave as supervisor. They sit at the back. They don't get anything in church. They end up complaining. I've seen people that lose them, themselves and behave as a small person in church, dancing and dancing. They receive supernatural health, supernatural blessing, and they are moving up. Nothing is more serious than giving yourself to worship. Nothing. Paul and Silas, they were hot with chains. They were locked up in prison. They were still singing. You, your hands are free. Your legs are free. Only your mind is binded. You must give yourself a spirit of worship and free your mind and say to yourself, I know no man after flesh. I've come here to worship the Lord. I must worship the Lord. Even when they are not beating the drum well. Say, yes. They are not beating it for me. God told me one time. He said leave them. They are singing to me. Leave them. This time we shouldn't go. Concentrate on me. Leave, de- leave them. Leave them. And if you are singing and the mic is not working. Put the mic down. I tell you what. I'm a- oh, wow. Let everybody catch the fire. Worship. Worship. The easiest way to move and to succeed beyond expectation is by carrying the spirit of worship. Altar of worship in the house. Because that is more important than anything. Number one, expectation of favor. Great expectation of favor. Number two, worshiping Jesus. Using the word of God especially to worship God. Number three, living a life of peace. Guarantee greatness. By all means, you must enjoy peace, love peace, cherish peace, pray for peace, because it is through peace that you can be great. You can't be great through troubles. You can only be great by enjoying peace. Genesis chapter 26, verse 3. That we give him perfect peace. May the Lord give you perfect peace in Jesus' name. Mark chapter 4, verse 39. Jesus rebuked the wind. Every wing that is troubling your house, your heart, your job. May the Lord rebuke it this afternoon. Okay, this morning in the name of Jesus. Genesis chapter 45 verse 24. Genesis chapter 45 verse 24. Genesis chapter 45 verse 24. I've explained this before. I'm explaining it again. Genesis 45 verse 24. He sent his brother away and told them, See that you do not become trouble on the way. Don't fight yourself. Don't fight yourself. Don't fight. Fighting will stop greatness. Don't fight. Stop arguing. You can live at peace with all men without argument, without fighting. Somebody is not greeting you, and so what? Now only you there for life. Leave the person that is not greeting you. Greet somebody else. Somebody is not talking about you. No problem. Don't talk about me. There is no issue. There is no issue. Don't create an issue out of nothing. Live a life of peace. Let your mind be at peace. That will guarantee greatness. 
That's why they say Kosita and Shoshi. Peace and Samini. There is no fight. Don't fight. Don't create issue out of nothing. I've discovered that when you love peace, your heart will be peaceful. Your life will be peaceful. Your children will be peaceful. Your business will be peaceful. Why? Because your focus is peace. Even your children will enjoy peace. You don't make unnecessary harassment. But when you hate peace, even peace that you have, you will start troubling it yourself. Somebody offended you outside. You bring the offense to the home. You transfer aggression. Why should you transfer aggression on me? Why? Simply because you hate peace. Let your aggression stay in the office. Let it stay with somebody that gave you poison. Pour the poison. Don't pour the poison on me. Don't pour the poison on me now. Why? Maintain peace. Don't bring trouble from outside and scatter the house. Be a man of peace. When John was born, his father said, he will lead men to a way of peace because the world is troubled. He said, this boy, he will be great. He will show people the way of salvation and the way of peace. The way of peace is the way of Jesus. If you have given your life to Christ and you still fight as a couple, ah, you are not only wrong, you need deliverance. Deliverance of the word. Why will you be shouting? Why? 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 Two adults staying together. And they are fighting. Oh, is that the way you want it? No problem. No problem. I want peace. I want peace. No trouble. But as a prime boy that we say, I want trouble, no peace. It causes trouble everywhere. But you, because you are born again, you must want peace, no trouble. Turn to your neighbor. I want peace. No trouble. I don't want trouble. I want peace. If you are sitting beside your husband, say, I want peace. I want peace. Some people will be threatening their partner. Hey, Are you afflicted? Timba That is there is peace in the house, Jose. I will cause trouble. God is delivering somebody here today. Don't be a troublemaker. Be a peacemaker. The Bible says, blessed are the peacemaker. Somebody that is constantly making peace. Making peace. There was a time in the office here. Among the staff. He will be fighting. I said, why are you fighting? Why are you fighting? What are you fighting over? I say, if I give official car, if we are fighting over small things, that means you will carry concussion and masquerade to this office. What are you fighting over? What are you fighting over? Hey, you will not listen to me. You will not respect me. I cannot take that. I say, hey, why? And he told me, carry to where Why are you fighting? Why are you, why are you fighting each other? Sir, sir, I don't like somebody to listen. Listen. This place is not about respect. Just keep your space. The brother keep his space. Be at peace. 
Yeah, you, you don't make get any gain by creating trouble where you are working. Good morning. Whether I say he answer, fine. If he doesn't answer, oh, thank you for answering. You have assumed he has answered. And you are doing your work without any trouble. Say, I greet like why I didn't greet me. He says, Is that an offense? He says, That's not an offense now. Maybe Otironu Law Lady Sugar. That means. I will tell them, I don't have time to be selling quarrel you. I don't have the time. I don't have the time at all. And all of a sudden, peace. Peace started raining. Everybody started laughing. Because I told them, peace is number one thing. Number, in every organization, peace is number one thing. You are not making unnecessary trouble. Mark chapter 9 verse 50. Psalm 72 verse 7. Psalm 85 verse 8. And Luke chapter 2 verse 14. Anyone that you see, maybe three, I will now round up. Okay. Are you there now? Mark chapter 9 verse 15. Luke chapter 1 verse 79. Luke chapter 2 verse 14. Psalm 72 verse 7. Psalm 85 verse 8. Psalm 119 verse 165. Salt is good. But if your salt is not salty anymore, you cannot make it salty again. You should be like a good salt. Love each other. Don't cause trouble among yourself. Which person is this? Easy to read. Oh yeah, I like this one. He says, salt is good. I like this. Oh yeah, let me read it very well. Come on, come on. Salt is good. But if your salty is not salty, if your salt is not salty anymore, you cannot make it salty again. You should be like a good salt and love each other. Do not cause trouble among yourself. Turn to your neighbor. The pastor is talking to you. Be salty. Be loving. Don't cause trouble among yourself. Be a man and woman of peace. Cause trouble. Salt is good, but if the salt loses its flavor, how will you season it? Have salt in yourself and have peace with one another. Have you seen something like that? Have salt in yourself. Have salt. Ginger yourself. Spice it up. Have peace. Have peace. Intentionally create an atmosphere of peace around you. Intentionally. Kill on body, nothing. I show you, okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not every time you say things the way you are feeling. The way you are feeling can bring so much trouble. There is time for everything. There is time for everything. Wait for this season when the person is relaxed. When the person will not take it the other way. Find a soft way to be salty. Don't lose the favor. Don't cause trouble. And the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. Okay, another one. Any other one that I ask you to read? Okay, to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. May you have peace in your life in the name of Jesus. Luke chapter 2 verse 14. 
Luke chapter 2 verse 14. Glory be to God in the highest when Jesus was born and on heart peace, goodwill towards men. May the peace of the Lord reign in your life in the name of Jesus. This week, may you enjoy peace. No disaster in the name of Jesus. Psalm 119 verse 165, Psalm 72 verse 7, Psalm 85 verse 8. Which one are we? Okay, Psalm 119 verse 165. 165, not 65. Psalm 119. Great peace have those who love your law and nothing will cause them to stumble. May the Lord give you great peace. Nothing will cause you to trouble this week. You will not be involved in a mortal accident. You will enjoy great peace. I prophesy great peace. Somebody shout great peace. Say because I love the Lord, I will enjoy great peace. No evil news, no disaster, no sorrow. Nothing will cause me to stumble. I will not fall down accidentally. I will not fall down in the name of Jesus. The Lord will establish my feet in the name of Jesus. I will not see premature death in the name of Jesus. Look at what he says here. Psalm 85 verse 8. I will hear what God the Lord will speak for he will speak peace to his people and to his saints but let them not turn back to folly. The Bible says when the Lord talks to you, he talks peace. The Lord knows that peace is important for your greatness. Peace. May you enjoy the peace of his word in the name of Jesus. Okay, the last one, Psalm 72, verse 7. Psalm 72, verse 7. Then we are rounding up, we are rounding up. In his days, the righteous shall flourish and have abundant peace. Abundant of peace until the moon is no more. That means your peace that you are having now is everlasting. Are you not happy? Are you not happy? Say, we have abundant peace until there is no more life. Peace all throughout my life. No sorrow in my agenda. Peace in my home. Peace in my job. Peace in everything that I do. Look at what he says. In his days, in the days of Jesus, the righteous shall flourish. When the days where we flourish, how do we flourish? There will be peace in all the land for as long as the moon remains in the sky. There will be peace in your life as long as the moon remains in the sky. Rise up on your feet. What a wonderful promise. Peace. Peace. There will be peace in my land. Peace in my life. Peace in my family. Peace in my head. Peace in my body. As long as the moon remains on the sky, I will enjoy abundant peace. In the name of Jesus, I will enjoy abundant peace. In the name of Jesus. So go ahead and begin to thank God for peace. Peace is what guarantees greatness. There will be peace. There must be peace. And I will enjoy peace. Nothing will trouble me. Nothing like disaster will come near me. Peace in my heart. Peace in my body. Peace in my family. That's what gives birth to uncommon sources. Sources beyond expectation. In the mighty name of Jesus. I receive abundant peace. They will have abundant peace until the moon is no more. In the name of Jesus, I will enjoy abundant peace. Some of you are not praying at all. You don't know the price of peace. You don't know how important peace is. I receive peace for my enlargement. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I will enjoy supernatural peace. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. 
Now raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, I'm expecting great favor. Let me enjoy great favor this week. Great favor this week. Great favor this week. I'm expecting great favor. In whose sight I shall find favor? Let bundles of grain fall for me on purpose. Pray for favor. Esther said, pray for favor for me. As we are going on a journey, Lord, I receive favor. As we are planning for this week, I receive favor. Whatever I lay my hand upon favor, let your favor single me out. Let your favor spare me from trouble. Favor of God upon me. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I receive supernatural favor by your grace, by your help, by your blessing. Favor surround me like a shield. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayer. You are going to do this more. Raise your two hands to heaven. They say the smell of my body is like the smell that the Lord has blessed. Therefore, anyone that sees me this week, they will bless me and say pleasant word to me in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray and pray and pray. The smell that I carry is like the smell of a feed that the Lord has blessed. Therefore, those who hope for, for me Answers will come my way. I will enjoy supernatural help. In the name of Jesus, uncommon sources will attend to me. God will give me sources because the smell of my body is like the smell that the Lord has blessed. Therefore, therefore, I will enjoy supernatural grace, supernatural favor in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Open your eyes. Esther said, everybody know that anyone that go to the king without favor, uninvited, will die. Except favor speak for him. This week, favor will speak for you. Where other die, you will live. Where other fail, you will succeed. Where other get no results, you will get results. Where other people do not record says, you are going to have says. Where others say nothing is working, you say something is working for me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It will cut that way to bless you. You follow me, Shayano. You follow me, Shayano. You follow me, Shayano. You follow me, Shayano. Oruko Jesu Christi Agbara Jesu Christi Yo for me sheyan by the favor of God the Lord will turn your life to miracle yeah. That what favor does We are going to say ah otitanfun when favor show up that step of faith will now turn to a favor story Raise your two hands to heaven say father where people are expecting them, people are expecting f- them to mock me. Turn it to a sin of favor. If it turns up your lawn, let favor pave a way for me. As I'm struggling, hustling, knocking doors, let favor make it work. Let it work. Where people are mocking me, let favor, favor make me bigger in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Open your eyes. We are going to pray this prayer. I hope you are not tired of praying. No? They sold Joseph 
for 20 pieces of sliver. 20 pieces of sliver. When they were selling to slavery, it is a eloniki wasan. How much will I pay for this boy? They want me to say it. 20 pieces. So they sold Joseph. 11 brothers sold Joseph for 20 pieces of sliver. Watch my story. 12 years later, 12 years later, when they met him back, he gave each brother 300 pieces of sliver. They sold him when he was young for 20 pieces of sliver. When somebody look at you, they summarize you. They can't see you from beginning to the end. Your family, your generation, they say you are nobody. They sold Joseph into slavery for 20 pieces of sliver. That was his words. When they met him back, say, forget about what we have done. He gave them a gift of 300 pieces of sliver each. Beyond their imagination, than 20. He gave 11 people three and gave them five raiments. A visitation. A shaman to two or They tore his clothes. When he appeared, they said, This clothes that your papa gives you too fine. We don't like him. They tore his clothes that he cherished. The clothes that make him look like a favorite man. Dress of many colors. They tore it. The brothers tore it and said, let's see what will become your dream. They made him naked. They made him back. And he gave each of them five-five clothings. Complete five-five clothings. He gave them. He didn't struggle to give them. And he gave them a cash gift of 300 pieces. You are going to pray this, this, this morning. God, even where they have ridiculed me, bless me to the extent that I will do them good in the mighty name of Jesus. The primary school, they say, I am going to be a failure. The secondary school, in my father's compound, where they thought I can't do much, bless me to the extent that I will go back and do them good in the name of Jesus. I want success beyond my expectation in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Where they have summarized my life that can never become anything. Lord, bless me to the extent that we go back and bless those people that have hurt me. I will go back to those people that have insulted me. I will bless them back. In the name of Jesus, I will bless them back. You have to pray. That is the glory that we want. That is the enlargement that we want. That is success beyond imagination. That is what we want. We are the thought I can never be anybody. I want to go back and bless them. Bless as many people as possible in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. By the favor of God, help me to be a blessing in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Open your eyes. A, a, a word of caution. If you are revengeful, you are not blessed. That's the truth. If you are remembering what God, somebody has done against you, you are not a blessed person. A blessed person forgives people that hurt him. 
Easily. Easily. Anything that anybody has done against you today, I turn it to your blessing. Anything that somebody has done to use to hurt you before, today, they will turn to a testimony. Oh yeah, raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, what people have done against me, turn it to my blessing. Let all things work together for my good. Every insult, every negative word, every attack on my life, on my ministry, turn it to my blessing. Let me thank God for it. In the name of Jesus, enlarge my capacity. Enlarge my cause that I will forgive easily and become a blessing. In the name of Jesus, let your favor make me a blessing to people that do not even want it. In the mighty name of Jesus, I want to be a blessed Lord. In the name of Jesus, wherever I've been ridiculed, Lord, let me be a blessing to them. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Wherever you have been hurt before, the Lord will give grace to do good there. You will bless people that hurt you. You will give testimony about people that speak spiritually against you. Everyone that has mocked you before, you will bless them. In the name of Jesus. And this is the last prayer we are going to pray. Lord, make me a worshiper. I want to worship you. I want to have a thankful spirit. Not a complaining spirit. You cannot grow up by complaining. You can't receive anything from the Lord. A complaining man cannot receive anything from the Lord. You have to see things from right perspective. Raise your hands to heaven. Make me a worshiper. You are seeking worshiper. I am here, Lord. Use me. Use me to appreciate you. Use me to thank you. Use me to worship you. I want to be a worshiper. A genuine worshiper. Not somebody that is just seeking things. A genuine thanksgiver. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody that is constantly worshipping you. I want to worship you. All the days of my life. I want to be a worshiper. A genuine worshiper. A genuine thanksgiver. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we have prayer. Mumi lo fogore, mumi lo fogore, iyokuha yemi baba jelo fogore, mumi lo fogore, mumi lo fogore, iyokuha. Yemi Baba Mumilo Sing it one more time Mumilo Fogore Mumilo Fogore Iyokuwa Yemi Baba Jendo Sing it two more time For your worship, for your worship, for your worship, for your worship. For your worship.
for your worship, for your worship, for your worship. Raise your hands to heaven. Make a vow to the Lord. I will always return to worship you. My heart will always worship you. My body will always worship you. All what I have, I used to worship you. Nothing will dissuade me from worshiping you. I am going to worship you. I will constantly build an altar of worship. That is my calling. That is my purpose. That is my assignment. I'm living a life of worship. All the days of my life. That is the reason why I was born. I am going to worship you. I am going to celebrate you. I am going to thank you. All the days of my life. That is my calling. And I am going to do it. And give it all the energy that I have gotten. Lord, let me use my life to worship you. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. I want to worship you. Go ahead and talk to him. Let me worship you all the days of my life. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, as we have made a foul before you, to always return to worship, help us to worship you. Lord, let our smell be the smell of favor. Let it be like a feed that you have blessed. Let favor follow us. Let favor take disappointment away. Let favor give us appointments. Let favor open doors. International doors. Local doors. Foreign doors. Business doors. Opportunities for us. Let your favor do it for us. In the mighty name of Jesus. The righteous shall flourish and have peace until there is no moon in the sky. No moon in the sky. Lord, let your children flourish in peace. Give them abundant peace. Let peace surround their life. As we are in October, moving to November to December, let no sorrow come their way in the name of Jesus. I'm praying for everyone under the sound of my voice all over the world. You will not stumble. You will not fall into any trap. You will not fall into mortal accident. You will not fall into a kind of accident. In the mighty name of Jesus. I'm praying for you today. Your success and your glory will be bigger than that of your parents. You will be a source of joy to your parents. I pray for somebody here especially. Wherever you have been hurt in the past will be a blessing to them. You not carry past hurt into your future. The blessing that will make you forget your past disappointment. Receive in the name of Jesus. They took Joseph's garments. He gave them five each instead. They sold him for 20 pieces. He gave them 300 back each instead. I pray for you today. You will forever be a blessing. Even your enemy, they will call you blessed. They will say you are a blessing to them. You will bring joy to so many families. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed.
Please stay close your eyes. If you want to give your life to Christ, say after me, Lord Jesus, I know you are good to me. I give my life to you. Forgive me of my sins. Write my name in the book of life. I will live for you forever. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. You have prayed that prayer. Your name has been written in the book of life. You are born again, and you are blessed in the name of Jesus. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Yeah.